0: Real-world data is actually any data that doesn't come from experiments like randomised controlled trials. A randomised trial will tell you whether a drug works, but real-world data tells you whether the use of that drug actually makes a difference and does it matter, because so many factors are different between what we do in clinical practice and what we do in randomized trials. The real-world data gives us much more detail. And more recently, people are thinking about using it for regulatory processes because the techniques for analysis have improved so much that we can almost produce a pseudo-randomized trials and look at subgroups and look at people that weren't in the randomized trials and draw some conclusions from that data. There are groups of people that love randomised controlled trials. There are other groups that like real-world data and not so concerned about randomised controlled trials. And I think the health authorities really require both. And as we always say, the, the, the randomised control data and the real-world data complement each other. They can support the findings of one or the other with either consistencies or in broadening the indications allowing extrapolation or interpolation of the data the first thing is that they have to be very carefully regulated we have to have a a population that is quite consistent so the, the, the definitions of diseases uh, that allow people to get into clinical trials are much more narrow. In fact, they're too narrow. And the outcomes that we look at are really specific. Also, clinical trials are too brief. They might go for months or even a year. But we need to know what happens over several years. They're probably too racially uh, restrictive. We We often see a lack of patients from a range of ethnic groups and we don't see many young people certainly not pediatric populations and we don't see many very old people and then there's also too few patients in randomized trials we, we randomized trials are expensive and we try and minimize the number of patients to get the answer of, as to whether a drug works and whether it has a good safety profile. And finally, the patients that go into clinical trials are too simple. They have too few comorbidities. And as a result, they have too few medications. So we don't see the range of polypharmacies that we might need to look at all the drug-drug interactions. So because of those limitations of randomized trials, the real-world evidence is very important and necessary to complement the the, the typical experiments. Randomised trials are expensive, and real-world data will tell us a lot about how a drug performs. But I don't think it will ever replace the basic principle that a randomised trial will tell us whether a drug works or not. Because with randomization, we get rid of not just confounding we know, but we get rid of the confounding that is in the areas we don't know. With observational data, we can recognize many confounders, but there are unrecognized confounders that make it more difficult to interpret. So I think randomized trials will are great in the sense that they tell us whether a drug works or not and what the safety profile is in a fairly restricted population. But the real-world data, I think, might replace randomised trials for expanding indications, for looking at subgroups, and maybe stop the head-to-head studies when different drug classes or different drugs within drug classes are compared and in that way we can use pharmacoepidemiology to perhaps draw some conclusions about different drugs. But we need both, Uh, I just think that we'll be using real-world data more and more.